I thought it would be super fun to reach back into the past, back to 2011 and subsequent years, and share some of my old blog posts with you, which were actually the launching pad to this podcast. They're all posted in a section called Thoughts by Me on my website. I'll put a link in the description. And there's actually some fun recipes on there that I had completely forgotten about that I will be revisiting. And there's some interesting challenges, like life challenges that I challenged myself to that I blogged about. Kind of fun. So let's take a blast to the path. Thoughts from a sweat-soaked pillow from August of 2012. I had a dream December 29th of last year, 2011. It was a strange dream. I believe God spoke to me in this dream. It seemed like an edict, a thundering voice of promise of change. This will all be done by the end of the year. Even in 2024, this is still true. I can still feel his words reverberating through me, thundering through me. I knew without a doubt that this was no ordinary dream. I thought he was talking about quitting smoking due to the content of the dream and how badly I wanted to quit smoking. But I only had two days left before he could miraculously end my 20-some-year addiction. New Year's Eve came. New Year's Day came. Nothing happened. Yet, I knew I hadn't been imagining things, so I kept asking him. Now, to back up a little for the last year or so, I'd been having a little marriage and family trouble. Who hasn't had that? I was journaling one day and I wrote, I think God is going to give me a new husband. But I felt in my spirit that he would be the same man physically. The whole idea felt unfinished, like there was more to it. Well, I'd found Stormy O. Martian's books, Power of a Praying Wife and Power of a Praying Parent, and was diligently praying through them. My friend and I were getting together, whether in person or by phone, weekly to pray for our hubbies and our kids. One of the first prayers in the book says, Give my husband a new wife and let it be me. I knew I'd found the missing part to my new husband. Now, how to accomplish that? So here I was in January and I'd had this revelation. I was being told that 2012 would be my year. A year of total change. A year of true growth. In June, my husband asked me for a divorce, very calmly and rationally and out of the blue. I knew my marriage was off kilter, but was completely sideswiped by this request. His reasons, different beliefs in God, my over-involvement in the church, different child-rearing styles, the fact that we had absolutely nothing in common except our last name and address. The fact that we had no idea how to communicate with each other. Bottom line, the reason he wanted a divorce is because we're both human. The time for change had come. We needed to fix our broken relationship now. Marriage is not for the weak. 
it is hard work and I personally believe divorce is nothing but a cop-out. We all come from different backgrounds, beliefs, ways of thinking, you name it. There are a million different opinions on the same subject. It's all about figuring out how to change the way we see things, our perception, and how to prioritize what is really most important in our lives. We both made some drastic changes and things are going better. He's not getting off that easy. So why would I name this blog Thoughts from a Sweat-Soaked Pillow? Well, last Thursday, I came down with the most awful virus I'd ever had. Eight days later, and I'm still only about 90%. My fever soared so high, I was hallucinating. As ridiculous as it sounds, I was convinced I had a vampire disease, needed a blood transfusion, that someone had tried to rip my hips apart, and that I'm made up of fully cooked chicken breasts. Just the left side of me, mind you. <laughs> I would not wish this virus on anyone. I completely dehydrated. My fever was so high, I had every blanket in the house on me, and my teeth were still chattering. I was soaking my bed with sweat. I was delirious, talking crazy. Scared the crud out of my mom. I was so dizzy, I couldn't walk straight when I finally managed to walk. I had ridiculous extreme fatigue. When I went to the doctor on Monday, I thought for sure she's going to say I was dying. What she actually said was, ooh, I had that for seven days. I thought for sure I'd had some rare disease. I have no taste buds right now. Everything tastes like water, but I'm sure those will come back. The good thing to come out of this? I quit smoking. I had no other choice. I couldn't physically pick myself up and take myself outside, which is where we smoked, to do it. So he was talking about smoking in that dream last year. The downside? I realized it was probably arrogance that made it last that long. Last Thursday, I was at work when the aches hit, which was most of what the virus consisted of, aches and high fever. I proudly announced, sorry people, I finally got a five-day work week, and you know me, I don't give my shifts away. I'll be coming to work anyway. Guess how many work days I lost? Five. Go figure. <laughs> God gives and God takes away. I can't wait to see how the rest of the year plays out. I know he won't be done working on me by the end of the year, but I know I'm going to be a changed woman from the Nikki that I knew last year. And a 2024 update to this. My hubby and I are best friends. And I still have never smoked again. If you haven't already, make sure to hit that follow button. And don't forget to share also. If you think this could be good for somebody else. I will see you next time. Maranatha. And now that he's washed me clean, I want to follow where he leads. We were made to love, we were made to give, the reason why we're here, the reason why he gave us life. We were made to show the love of Christ, we know this is why we're here. This is why he gave us life. So let his love shine through in everything we do.
It's all for love.